part-time clown Amelia White has a detailed list of traits and accomplishments that define her perfect man, and she won't marry anyone lacking even one of them. Perhaps that's why she's nearly 30 and still unmarried. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride seems to apply to both her and her roommate, until Stacy announces her upcoming unexpected wedding. Now Amelia is feeling like an old maid of honor. When she is introduced to Ben Adams and begins to spend time with him, she is delighted to check off all the items on her list and believes he might just be the one. As she falls in love, she learns she has assumed a great deal, and Ben is not the man she thought he was. But even so, could he prove to be the perfect man for her? When her mother went into the kitchen, Amelia followed her. She was not surprised at all that her mother had prepared a feast. Veggies and dip, chips and salsa, sandwiches, even chocolate cake. How much notice did Stacy give you for this impromptu announcement party? Her mother laughed. Oh, about two hours. You're incredible, Amelia said. It's like your own magic trick, pulling food out of a hat. I wish I had your gift. There's nothing you can't do. Oh, yes, there is. Her mother sighed. The real magic trick would be getting your father to church. I wish I had that gift. Amelia stifled a sigh. She didn't want to hear this again. Her father was a great guy, a great dad. He'd been baptized at age eight, but quit going to church in his 20s, shortly after he married her mom and never returned. He always encouraged his family to go, but that had never been enough for her mother. Or her sister's who hadn't had their father at their temple weddings, only their mother. To be totally honest, that had never been enough for Amelia either, and she'd never understood why her parents hadn't married in the temple to begin with. They'd had a civil wedding so Grandma Larson could see her only daughter get married, but the reason for not also having a temple wedding was shrouded in the mists of time, and neither parent wanted to go there. As the doorbell rang, Amelia thought of the checklist she had at home. She'd created it five years ago, determined to avoid the type of disappointment her mother had experienced, and she was still searching for the perfect man. Good-looking would be nice, preferably taller than she, but those were the optional items. Definitely required was return missionary status, active churchgoer, temple attending, strong family ethics. She was going to create her life exactly the way she wanted it. And basically, she wanted a guy with all the good qualities of her dad, only a man who also went to church and the temple. Here you are, <laughs> Stacy said, laughing. Jim and I have someone we want you to meet. He's a friend of Jim's, and he's just arrived. This day just kept getting better and better. Stacy was going to introduce her to a guy while she wore her clown costume and grease paint. She didn't have a chance unless the guy had a great sense of humor, which was also on her list, by the way. Amelia turned. Standing next to her friend was a guy she hadn't seen before. He was at least six inches taller than Amelia. She caught sight of a garment line under his shirt, so he'd been to the temple. She vaguely noticed these things before being drawn in by the darkest, warmest brown eyes she'd ever seen. If she were Spider-Woman, as Brat Boy had said, her spider senses had just started tingling. Down her arms, 
down her legs, up her spine. Wow. She'd never been this attracted to a guy before. And she was dressed as a clown. Yes, Heavenly Father had a sense of humor. Anyone denying that fact just wasn't looking hard enough. But there was nothing she could do about it now except just make the best of it.